Welcome to Rhema for Today. My people primarily are not missing it in their believing, for they have been taught to believe and to have faith. Where they're missing it is in what they're saying. And you'll have to do three times as much teaching and preaching about the saying part as you do the believing part to get people to see it. Now I sat there on the floor and I went back in mind of all the camp meetings, of all the conventions, of all the Bible seminars and revivals and all the preachers I'd ever heard preached. And I'd never heard one single person ever speak on the subject. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, You Can Have What You Say. That's why we're well able. The Lord's with us. Glory to God. Fear them not. That was their faith speaking. Now, Israel, you go on reading, which we don't have time right now, but Israel accepted the majority report. And by accepting the majority report, then that was tantamount to them saying, we cannot take the land. And they wandered in the wilderness till every one of them died, that older generation, except Caleb and Joshua. They got what they said. They said, we can't do it, so they didn't. Caleb and Joshua said, we can. And they was the only two of that older generation that went into the promised land. Amen? But notice that both on the negative and the positive side, they got exactly what they said. It came to pass. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Now turn back to Second Corinthians again, that fourth chapter. Because you see, what did our text say? Mark eleven twenty three. Whosoever shall say, and not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Yeah, but that, that's not for everybody, you know. That's, that just no, that's, not, that's not for everybody. That's just for a few. Well, notice 2 Corinthians 4, 13. We, Paul's writing to the church at Corinth. When he said we, he's talking about the church at Corinth and himself. We. We having the same spirit of faith. He didn't say we're trying to get it. He didn't say we're praying for it. He said we have it. We have it. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe, therefore have I spoken. We also believe, therefore speak. Every Christian has that same spirit of faith. Had to if you're a Christian, because you see that same spirit of faith in manifestation in Romans 
10, 9, and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in the heart God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. Same spirit of faith, isn't it? Same spirit of faith. That same spirit of faith worked with the woman with the issue of blood. She received healing. The same spirit of faith worked with Caleb and Joshua. And they went into the promised land. It worked on the negative side for Israel, and they didn't because they said we can't. Amen? Now, let's go back again to Mark eleven twenty three. I was holding a meeting in uh, 1951 in Graham, Texas, the month of May. I was there four weeks in a little full gospel church. Graham, Texas is about uh, 62 or three miles north and, and west, a little west of Fort Worth, Texas. I say that because folks in other states know where sometimes the largest cities are. It was my custom, Lord didn't tell me to do it, I just did it on my own in those days, uh, to fast two days a week. And Tuesday and Thursday was my fast days. And as usual thing, I'd spend those days, the whole day, we'd have a 10 o'clock teaching service. But I didn't go to eat, I just stayed there and prayed right on through the noon hour. And uh, down to middle of the afternoon a little later, and then go to my motel room and rest a little, get ready for my night service. So I hit upon the idea, one of these times, of reading the book of Mark on my knees around the altar. So I knelt between the platform and the altar, an altar bench, you see. And, and, and I read that uh, just 16 chapters, you know, in Mark's gospel. Well, I got tired on my knees because I'd been on my knees before praying and so on. And so I just sat down on the floor and I finished the book of Mark. And of course, you finish with going to all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And then, you know, these signs that follow them to believe. And so I sat there for a moment, meditating about these signs that follow them that believe. And so then I just lay down on my back on the floor between the altar and the platform with my hands under my head staring at the ceiling thinking about the great commission and these signs so I'm quiet physically and then I came to the place I just didn't think anything I'm just lying there flat on my back looking at the ceiling don't think anything my mind's quiet and when my mind got quiet then I heard in here these words did you notice in Mark 11, well, I wasn't thinking about Mark 11, wasn't on my mind. I was thinking about Mark 16, chapter. Did you notice in Mark 11, 23, that the word say relative to the believer in some form is in that verse three times and the word believes in it only once? And I remember I said right out loud, no, no, I never noticed that. <laughs> and I prided myself of having read the New Testament through 150 times and portions of it more than that. And I'd quoted those very scriptures thousands of times. But I rose up to a seated position saying, no, 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 I didn't notice that. And I turned the pages back from 16th chapter of Mark. My Bible's lying open there where I'd finished to the 11th chapter of Mark, and I read the verse and counted them off on my fingers. And he said, Jesus said, see, you don't count that, that's Jesus saying. Whosoever, now you start counting, whosoever shall say, the word say in some form relative to the believer, 
Whosoever shall say, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe, there's believe one time, that those things which he saith, there's say in some form, shall come to pass, he'll have whatsoever he saith, there's say. I looked at my fingers. I got one, two, three says, and one believe. Now, it's simple, but I said, well, that's right. I never noticed that. And then I heard these words here in my spirit. My people primarily are not missing it in their believing. For they have been taught to believe and to have faith. Where they're missing it is in what they're saying. And you'll have to do three times as much teaching and preaching about the saying part as you do the believing part to get people to see it. Now, I sat there on the floor, and I went back in mind of all the camp meetings, of all the conventions, of all the Bible seminars and revivals, and all the preachers I'd ever heard preach, and I'd never heard one single person ever speak on the subject. Not one. I was the only person that I knew of anywhere. There may have been others somewhere else, but I was the only person that ever spoke along that line. And I thought maybe I was doing too much. And then I got some encouragement for some, from some preachers of doing too much. But I saw what the Lord was saying to me is, you're going to have to do more. I saw what the Lord was saying, you're going to have to do more to get people to see it. Amen. Now, whosoever shall say and not doubt in his heart. You see, faith must be released. See, you can have a heart full of faith and not get anything. That, again, is where we missed it in time. We thought, well, if I had enough faith, I'd have that. Well, open your Bibles to Acts. See if we can find scripture that will enlighten us. 14th chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. This is talking about the ministry of Paul and Barnabas, their first uh, missionary journey. The seventh verse says, and there they preached the gospel. There refers to Lystra, Lystra and Derby and so on. And then the eighth verse, it tells something that happened under the ministry of Paul and Barnabas at Lystra. And there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. Grown man, never had walked, crippled from birth. Look at verse 9. The same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed. The same, the crippled man, heard Paul speak who Paul, steadfastly beholding him, perceived that the crippled man had faith to be healed. That's the end of verse 9. Is he healed? No, still sitting there crippled, isn't he? But he's got faith to be healed, though, doesn't he? Well, if he's got faith to be healed, how come he's not healed? Well, by the same token, 
If you've got money in your pocket to buy a loaf of bread, how come you don't have a loaf of bread? Because you've got to get the money out of your pocket and get it into circulation. You've got to turn it loose before you can get the bread. And so you can die with a heart full of faith. Thank God you shouldn't die any other way. Amen. Somebody said here a while back, about somebody said, you know, they believed God and said they died. I said, I'd sure hate to die some other way. That's the best way in the world there is to die. Believe in God. Amen. I said, amen. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month, we're offering Kenneth E. Hagan's three-DVD set, Love the Way to Victory. We're also offering Lynette Hagan's slimline book, Peace. Last but not least is Kenneth W. Hagan's book entitled, Where is God in My Storm? All these items at the special price of $45. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Rhema Bible Training College enrolling for spring 2024. Can you believe that? It's hard to say that. Yes. 2024. I know. Whoa. Starts in January. So go to rbtc.org slash apply and you can apply to Rhema. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.